0: You're listening to curated podcasts from the Beyond Infinity radio show presented by me, Piers Cunningham and me, John Young. Perennial subject that we talk about on the show, and this is uh, to do with weak passwords.
1: We do talk a lot about it quite a bit because it is important. Uh, mm. The weaker your password is, the easier it is for a hacker to gain access, and uh, whether it be get your bank account information, you know, making uh, illegitimate purchases with your card, or taking your money or hard earned money, mm. or even a worst case scenario is um, taking your identity and then being able to go and buy property, cars, get loans, and uh, send uh, you know packages to their location under the guise of being you mm. so that's why we bring it up quite a bit i don't know if the message is getting through though because back in 2016 as one example there was an audit done on um, wa government agency and that was to look at you know how people are managing that data over there and managing sensitive information such as credit card details um, or you know just general information that you want to keep private and it found that um that the people over there were using uh, easy to guess usernames and passwords, such as Welcome One and Password One. Right. There's a whole list of passwords, and I think we've published them before, which are sort of the most popular. Password That's right. One the Two AB, Three and
0: ABC.net.au did a thing where they kind of ran through the I think the top fifty worst passwords. You know, ranging from sort of qwerty through to ABC One or your name or XXXXX. You know, yeah. just like people who just haven't even thought about security when they've created the password. Exactly.
1: Now, um, the security controls are supposed to keep your sensitive information, such as, as I said, private uh, credit cards. But even you know, what about archived emails or mm. other you know medical information, for example, that you may have uh, you know shared with someone you know connected to. Mm. So th-
0: there's there's or even getting or even getting locked out of your own email. So uh, if, someone hacks it, your password, changes your password as if it's you, and then contacts you and says, "By the way, if you want to get back into your email, which you've had the same one for." 15 years or something then you've got to pay me a ransom exactly now mm. this is not necessarily
1: sort of um, me or you using a bad password I use uh, last pass which stores your mm. encrypted passwords mm. uh, but what it means is people managing the systems managing the access to those files and databases um, or having gaining access to this uh, have weak passwords mm. and so that's what this uh, audit re- reviewed and found that there was more than half of the 45 agencies failed to meet the benchmarks
0: oh, so this is the very companies that are supposedly secure and and representing the sort of um, security agencies or the police, exactly. law enforcement, people that are
1: the people that work within these agencies right. that are, that have access to a lot of this information, mm. they work for a government agency, they're not using secure enough passwords. So if somebody has or guesses their password they're gaining access not just to that that person's or that uh, employee's account the mm-hmm. government employee account they're gaining access to all of the data information potentially on all of the uh, the people on the system you me and and whoever else yeah. happens to be in that data yeah so that was a concern back then it's still an ongoing concern and uh, it was it highlighted again when another order was recently um you know completed again on the west australian public servants and uh, it found that uh, more than uh, 1400 people were using password123 as their login. So this is the, the, one of the easiest passwords to crack, password123. If you're using that password, get, stop listing now and go and change it right away. It's not it's, a password. It's not a password. Now, based on uh, the... Order to Generals, Carolyn Spencer, found that uh, 26% of accounts had weak or commonly used passwords Mm. so that equates to 60,000 out of the 234,000 accounts examined across 17 government agencies. Mm. So this is getting now into the sort of the users, the you and me types of these accounts. It doesn't specify exactly which accounts they are but it is a concern it's it's passwords including password 123, project 10, support, password 1, password, ABCD, one, two, three, for all the simple passwords and so people need to start taking this more seriously Mm. if you're concerned about people taking your credit card information Mm. or uh, identity fraud
0: or locking you out of important data that you need that you've had archived effectively through your email exactly particularly like gmail or hotmail if it's still around you know those online web-based email services which are pretty popular
1: Exactly. You need to change your password and highly recommended, where possible, turn on two-factor authentication. So Indeed. that's by receiving a text message when you try to log in yep. or having a scrolling, rotating code as an app on your device. Yep. So that if you try to log in, then the, the website will ask, what is the code? And that's your second factor and authentication. And I think
0: the Commonwealth Bank even has a like a little device that they'll provide you with which generates... Um, so when you say you log in through your laptop into your Commonwealth Bank account, mm-hmm. there's a little gadget that they give you which gives you that little that second uh, I think some of the banks
1: are moving away from that a little bit right I'm at the Commonwealth Bank and mm. I will get a text message mm. if I'm making a transaction to a new person or a new account then mm. it will actually get me to authorize that so they'll send me a text message with a, a number to put in mm. I think it's more becoming app based I know with Facebook there's sure. app based solution yep. I think uh, a couple of the major banks may still have the token based like the physical tokens yep uh, but it is a bit of a move away but they are especially with banking really important whether it be an app or a text or a physical device. It's it's really what's needed. So look, just wanted to let the listeners know the fight is still going strong, mm. but we need to fight harder to have better security. I think biometric data is the security is better. Yep. So a fingerprint or an eye scan yep. or something along those lines. And even yeah.
0: voice scanning, I believe, if you want to do, say, pay anyone from an app, and it's over a certain amount in one day. Mm-hmm. Previously, you've been limited, I think, to a thousand dollars is the max you could pay anyone. Mm-hmm. But I think if you set up voice recognition through the app Mm -hmm. then that is considered an extra layer of technology in addition to your finger uh, your fingerprint or face scan and that will allow you to get over a thousand dollars per pay anyone yeah good idea so so, yeah so there's lots of ways to do it but uh, having a complacent attitude to your passwords is really a recipe for disaster either losing data or money or worse thanks for listening
1: We'd love you to review us on iTunes. It's a great way to let others know if you've liked our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on social media, Beyond Infinity RPP on Facebook or Infinity RPP on Twitter.